Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes, hey everyone, welcome to Pardon Intermission. I am Eric. And I am Jason. I hope you're all doing great out there and thank you for yep. listening. Uh, check us out on our social media. We are on X at PTI uh, underscore podcast. And, and on Facebook at Pardon the Intermission. Yeah, hey, we got a great show today. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to go through a, a list here uh, that uh, actually you found. I did. And uh, brought to our attention. I thought, man, this is pretty cool. Um, yes. This is a list of the 20 actors who excel at playing unlikable characters. Right. And let's face it, folks. Admit it. We all have that one favorite actor slash character who is the bad guy that we root for, that we love. Yeah. Me, for example, I was attracted to Star Wars because of Darth Vader. He is mm. still my favorite character wow. of all time. And there's another bad villain-type character that I like as well. His na- The character's name is Hans Gruber, oh. who is portrayed by Alan Rickman, one of my favorite baddies, too. Yeah. So, yeah, we all like to root for the bad guy. And when I saw this article about the actors who portray the bad guys, I said, okay, some of these guys, definitely worthy of being on the list, but maybe some of them you may not necessarily think should be on the list. Well, and also, yeah, so see if you agree. And this is all yeah. this is from MovieWeb. Yeah. Uh, we got this from MovieWeb. Now, um, yes. this is also about uh, who excel at playing these characters. Now, these are yes. guys, too, that are supposed to be on the list, right? Guys and gals that, that yeah. you know, yeah. every time you see them, doesn't matter what they're playing. You're like, right. oh, they just play it. They're just so nasty. You just yeah. like, ah, oh, every time you just want, ah, oh, you yeah, know, these exactly. guys, yeah. you love to hate them. The guys you love to hate, I guess. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. it. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah. <clears throat> so we'll start it off here. Uh, we'll, we'll start uh, at number 20. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and take this one. This is kind of an interesting one. I don't know if I agree with it. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with it either, but you're right. It is interesting. Uh, coming to number 20 on this list is Anthony Michael Hall, hmm. one of the Brat Pack members from the John Hughes film. Uh, on this list and I mean look yeah Eric I don't know I mean okay so he, we all know that he for those of you who've seen the Europe uh, the, the National Lampoon Vacation movies you know that he was the original Russ Griswold yeah he was also in like I mentioned the John Hughes films like uh, Weird Science 16 Candles 16 Candles Breakfast yeah. so yeah you know all those films but okay so he has had a couple of shady roles the most uh, notable being uh, in Edward Scissorhands, where he played Winona Ryder's boyfriend, who you know picked on Edward and you know tried to you know kill him at the end of the movie, stuff like that. Which I thought he played. I mean, you know, as, as far as that character, I thought he did a great job on that. He did, that, yeah. You know? And then he was also in. For those of you who may not know this, he was also in uh, Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight, hmm. where he portrayed a really sleazy TV reporter. And I don't who, remember uh, that. Yeah, he did. He played a TV sleazy reporter who uh, was partially responsible for Heath Ledger's The Joker. You know, committing all of his crimes and everything like that. But but see, and then I guess he played in another one. It says, uh, and more recently, uh, Evil Dies Tonight. Hmm. Uh, he played. Okay. It says, The Dead Zone, and more recently, yelled, Evil Dies Tonight, countlessly in, in Halloween yeah. Kills. I don't know, but the thing is, when I see him, I don't think of him as don't a bad guy. I think of him like you're saying of his roles the, and, in the John Hughes films. Yeah, yeah, which for he sure. did, which he did so so well. I think he was on. Was he on uh, Saturday Night Live too? He had a stint on SNL for yeah. quite some time. Yeah, yeah he did. 
Um, so I don't know if I agree with it. I did like the yeah. role he played in Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Uh, number 19. Now, Ooh. this guy, I will say that, yes, he's one of these guys. Mm-hmm. I've, we've talked about him on a previous podcast, and I made the yeah. comment. I think he plays the role the same yeah. way. A lot okay. of these, a couple of the roles that, that are really stand out. But, um, but he does a great job at it, yeah. uh, which is Paul Dano. Oh, boy. And for yeah. those who don't know, Paul Dano, he played recently the Riddler in uh, the Dark, uh, Batman. The Batman. I was, was going to say the Batman, the Dark. I was going to say The Dark Knight. The you got me thinking of The Dark Knight. The, the Batman. That's what it is. The yes. Batman. Uh, he was also in There Will Be Blood. Oh, God. Uh, where he played the preacher man. Mm-hmm. But he was kind of like a boy in that. I mean, a preacher boy, a preacher man. Um, but he played, yeah, he he played uh, a great character in that. Mm-hmm. So, yes, he's one of those guys. And he's got that face, too, that very, you know, very boyish, unassuming face. <clears throat> And then he just goes into that gear where he just like goes psycho, you know. And yeah, he does. He's a very interesting actor because, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to figure out if he's still one of these guys who can play good and bad just as equal as mm. say somebody like a Daniel Day Lewis. But um, you know, I've never been a big. I mean, seeing him as being a bad guy. I don't know if he deserves to be on this list either, Eric, as really? far as being able to portray the characters that you, that, that the actors that do bad characters really well. Mm. I also remember him from a movie called Little Miss Sunshine. Where, oh, interesting. Where, yeah, where he played, uh, where he played a, a, a kind of a socially closed off uh, a brother of young Abigail Breslin, who's okay. being driven to compete in that beauty contest. Yeah, which is a which is a fantastic coming of age movie. It's that, interesting. I don't remember him in that movie real well. You know, what I mean, he's like yeah. to me, it wasn't like a part that I remember that stands out for me. Well, you know, he his character didn't say a lot in that movie, mm. and he didn't speak a lot of the movie until like towards the end. But he was also in Love and Mercy, which was the biopic about uh, Brian Wilson, the former lead singer of the Beach ah, Boys, okay. who suffered a you know had so many problems with mental illness throughout his life yeah and he played the young version of brian wilson in love and mercy so and he i thought he did that part really well so yeah i don't know if he necessarily belongs on this list because i haven't seen enough body of work True. of the bad that's guy a good type. point that's a good point that body of work just isn't extensive enough eric i mean i would say there will be blood great role great film great riddler role. was yeah. was a good uh that was a pretty good role for him i too didn't like there. the riddler you didn't like he didn't like his characterization of the Riddler. Did not like the characterization of the Riddler. I didn't. I'll tell you, I didn't agree with it necessarily e- yeah. e- either. But I will say that that the role that he played, yeah. you know, as far as what he did, I think you know, okay. I, I'm not like if if I don't agree with his acting choice on it, that's one thing. But I mean, I think yeah. he did play it. Uh, decently, even if I don't agree with the sure. character okay. itself, the characterization okay. of the Riddler. Okay, sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, so he's an interesting. Here's one. Go ahead and take this number eighteen. Yes, I will cheer this. Number eighteen on the list is an actor named William Atherton. Okay, which so, nobody will probably you'll be like, who? What? No, but if you'll you, recognize him, you'll recognize him when I say uh, he was Walter Peck on Ghostbusters. He was yeah. the uh, inspector for. Um, not not FEMA. He for the um, Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, and he was also in Die Hard. He, played he was in that Die Hard. T- He's a reporter, sleazy reporter, Dick yeah. Thornburg. He was also in a really good '80s comedy with Val Kilmer called Real Genius. He played kind of the kind of the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He was the sleazy that. science teacher in Real yes. Genius. But yeah, William Atherton does really, really good. 
uh, portrayals of these very pompous and obnoxious and really snobby characters. Walter Peck from Ghostbusters being the most recent one. Yeah. Like, for example, that scene in Ghostbusters where he confronts Bill Murray's character, Peter Venkman, and asks to see the, uh, the storage facility. Yeah, yeah. He says... Uh, Bill Murray says to him, you forgot to say the magic word. And then Peck leans over and says, what is the magic word? And then Bill Murray says, please, of course. <laughs> and then he rephrases a sentence. Walter Peck does and says in a very kind Can of, a, may I please see yeah. the storage facility? So yes, William Atherton does sleazy so well. And I love him in those roles. Yeah. The, the guy was great. I, you know, yes. he's done a lot in the eighties and nineties. I'm not sure yeah. he's done too much uh, past that. Right. But, not, you uh, know, not really. It seemed like he kind of fell off the map. So it makes yeah. me wonder, I hope he didn't pass away. But uh, yeah, he, he was real popular there for a while. And then, yeah, Eric, he just kind of fell off the globe there. Hmm. Um, that's, ooh, another one here. Now, this another, I, you know, I've noticed, I know this guy. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like a guy I remember seeing it, but I don't know if yes. he has any memorable, <laughs> to me, where he has memorable roles. Does he have memorable roles to you? The only one I can think of is the one that he's pictured in here on the uh, article, which is the role he had in Commando. Where he played this sleazy, mm. um, kind of this sleazy henchman or uh, guy called Sully. And for those of you who've seen Commando, you know Arnold Schwarzenegger goes full military on this one. His daughter gets kidnapped, yeah. and he basically Which takes, played by Alyssa, Alyssa uh, Milano. Milano. Yeah, yeah, whose politics will remain nameless on this show. <laughs> um, but yeah, he goes and he goes to this island to rescue his daughter, and he takes down a whole army by himself. Well, David, this actor named David Patrick Kelly yep, played this him. character named Sully. And yeah, he's just kind of this sleazeball, kind of an enforcer guy, sort of, but... I haven't seen him in a lot of other roles, Eric. Now, he said his career uh, dated back to the 70s, yeah. and uh, one of the famous ones was from The, uh, the Warriors, Warriors, yeah, okay. which is uh, an iconic movie from back then uh, okay. about a big gang fight, essentially. Right. Uh, yeah, did he say Warriors come out and play? That was his big line, I think, in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, there it is right there. Yeah, he's Sully, what you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. We're scrolling out. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. He was also in The Crow. Oh, Brandon Lee. He was, okay. oh my gosh, who did he play? play um he was one of the henchmen mm-hmm. um oh my gosh he's all uh he wasn't the fired up guy who was he i'm trying to think he was fire it up fire it up wasn't he or no i think that was the other guy that was the movie. other guy okay, uh okay. Who, he played oh my gosh anyway i love that movie the crow I'm, that's why it bugs right. me sorry folks that's why it bugs me that i can't get the guy's right, name because right. i love that movie um but anyway yeah so uh yeah definitely interesting a guy like i said you don't really uh, you'll recognize when you see him yeah. but uh, the name doesn't really spark anything another right. guy that you'll definitely recognize when you see him number 16 <laughs> right? here billy drago just his name drago drago right? that sounds yeah. just like a, a sinister name when you just hear it yeah but uh, unfortunately he did pass away um i guess in 2019 yeah but he was playing characters up until then it says mm-hmm. and you know i haven't i haven't seen him in a lot but he was in shows like The X-Files. He was in, of course, uh, uh, this is Hunter Street Blues. Is that supposed to be Hunter Street Blues? I'm wondering if it's supposed Hill to be Street Hill Street Blues. Blues. Yeah, yeah, I think they mess, made Stephen a mistake Boschko, there. Yeah. He was in Supernatural and True, True Blood. Blood. He was also in movies. Uh, he played bad guys in Chuck Norris films. Uh, with uh, he was in oh he's in Pale Rider. I remember the role he played in Pale Rider. Yeah, yeah. he was in Brian De Palma's uh, eighty seven uh, nineteen eighty seven film The Untouchables. Untouchables. That's right, uh, where he was uh, he, he played, played gangster Frank Nitty. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he also played here. Uh, says Elliot Ness. Yeah, this guy. Um, yeah, he's one of those guys. He just has that look. 
He I mean, does. You, you, you look at him and he just looks like a slime ball. He just, oh my gosh, this guy he just, does. yeah. <clears throat> he and, looks like a guy you wouldn't trust with your child's milk money. Let's you know, and it's so way. funny because uh, I, I want to point that probably these guys, and, it, and it's always said in Hollywood that usually the guys who play the bad guys are always the nicest guys. Mm-hmm. And it's probably, and it is, and unfortunately it is that. It's like, you know, we perceive guys on looks. We, we do. You know, and it's like, they, these yep. guys just look like they're like, you know, up to no good. And it's like, oh, okay, you're good for the bad guy, you know? And, exactly, right. Um, but, you know, he's probably the nicest, probably was the nicest guy ever. But, uh, yeah, he just has that look, man. You just don't want to mess with him. It's like, oh right, my gosh, right. this guy, he's up to something. Exactly, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Oh, my gosh. Who do we have for number 15? (laughs) Okay. Number 15 is a well-known character actor by the name of John C. McGinley. So John C. McGinley bursts on the scene in Oliver Stone's 1986 movie uh, Platoon, which was a movie loosely based on Stone's... uh, real life experience fighting in the Vietnam conflict. Yeah. In that movie, John McGinley played a character named Sergeant Red O'Neill, who was this really pompous, arrogant, cowardly uh, platoon sergeant. He talked a tough game, but in the end, he was just a coward, always whining and complaining about everything. And then he was also in one of my favorite comedies of all time, which is called Office Space. Ah. And not only that, but he was also uh, in Point Break with Keanu Reeves and oh, Gary Point Break. Busey. Yeah, I was, I, that's the one I was going to bring up. That he was played, my favorite. He played the FBI director Harp. In yeah. That movie. Oh, it was great and, in that. And yeah, so he's been he's played a lot of these. Oh, I hate these guys, but I like them so roles in these movies. And they're they're he, one of those roles that stick out in the films. And, and most recently, people would probably recognize him too. He was in Scrubs. I can't Scrubs as the doctor's name, but he was kind of that he was. Pom- Perry. Doc- Dr. Perry. Perry. That- Dr. Yeah. Perry, okay, yeah. Perry and Scrubs. And then he's also been seen in some other uh, popular uh, series and cameo roles as well. So, yeah. And he would always say in Scrubs, thank you very much, Barbie, you know, <laughs> to Sarah, uh, what's her name's character. So, yeah, John C. McGinley, uh, yeah, d- I think he deserves to be on that list. What do you think? Oh, yeah, for sure. And yeah. and I think, yeah, and that's the thing, you know, and, and going back to, I think that would be more fun. And it's always, and it is said that it's always more fun to play mm-hmm. the bad guy because with the bad guy roles, you know, you're more, you, you have more of a range. You can, right, you can right. be more loose with the role and try things. You know, with a good guy, you've got to stay within a certain, you know, parameter because exactly. you're a good guy. But with the bad guy, I think that's where the anti-hero came in, you know, because then it kind of gave the good guy a chance to kind of, you know, be yeah. other things and not just a good guy. But yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, you know, it's got to be so much fun to play these kind of characters, you know. These, yeah, well, uh, they pretty much have carte blanche to portray them any way that they want. Yeah. Like you said, there's no restrictions to them the way there is with you know lead, lead characters or yeah like if you're playing superman you're playing you know superman, superman. but if you get lex luther it's like oh what can i do with that exactly you, you can know? expand him so yeah. yeah um this is an interesting two for number 14 why don't you take this one here don't agree with this one although i love her as an actress faye dunaway huh she's on this on this list at number 14 what yeah exactly right uh, your reaction says it all about how i feel about her being on this list yeah so she's been in some wonderful films she obviously was uh bonnie parker in bonnie and clyde uh she was also in uh another favorite that was film. with warren Beatty. warren Beatty, another yeah. favorite film of mine called network uh starring william mm, holden and robert right, Duvall. Yeah. she played the uh, kind of the the shady tv executive in network um, but I, you know, Eric, I just, I'm sorry. I don't see, I don't see her, uh, being on this list. Because- well, I will say, and she played in one of the most famous movies, yeah. uh, about actress Joan Crawford called mommy dearest. Okay. So there, there you, go. you go. Okay. There yeah. you go. So, okay. I guess from that standpoint, I guess you can see she can do bad and yeah, she can definitely uh, play kind of the, 
the the antagonist, so to speak. I, I would say she but, did a great job in that. I mean, I truly believed her character, but I don't know if that if I would you know she's not the type that I would see and say and she did excel right, at playing right. a bad person in that. But I don't know if I would necessarily see her and, and think bad. You know what I mean? Think, oh yeah. man, you yeah, know, she's the one I love to to hate. You know, in this, in this, I yeah, don't know. I never got that feeling from her either. Yeah, I never did. But I do agree. I mean, mommy dearest, man, that one. That that knocked it out of the park for the, yeah, for the bad people yep, here. Definitely. Now here's one which uh, my wife loves this actor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel a little threatened by him actually. No, I'm teasing. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. No, but she actually loves him because he's in one of her favorite movies, um, and uh, it is number and he's number thirteen, lucky number thirteen on this. And I do agree with this. <clears throat> Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Whatever Billy happened Zane. to Billy Zane? Well, he's been in some stuff. I think he's been in some stuff, but he's just kind of low key, you know. But he he plays in like I've seen him. I can't tell you what it was, but I did see him in some stuff recently. But I will say the the movie that she loves is she loves his character. I don't know his name, but I have to ask. But she he played the rich guy in the Titanic, and Titanic. Cal, with, Cal Hockley is it Cal Hockley? Oh, Cal look Hockley. at that man! You're yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay, so Caledon Hockley. So yeah, he uh, oh he played a great bad guy now. But every oh, time you see he him, did. you just know. And now he did play. There was he did play a superhero. What was the guy's name? Ghost. The um, Phantom. The Phantom. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, otherwise he's pretty much played uh, those kind of guys you love to hate. He has. He was also uh, in a Tales from the Crypt movie called Demon Knight, mm. where he played uh, the main bad guy in that movie with kind of a humorous side to him. He was also in Tombstone. If you recall, yes. in Tombstone, he played that that actor that, and I say this word with all due respect, everybody, he played kind of a, a gayish acting actor in, yeah. uh, in Tombstone. And he's also been in um, some other good projects as well. So... I, yeah, Billy Zane can definitely play kind of the, the bad guy really well. He he does it. Well, why he excels at it is because you don't know where he's coming from a yes. lot of times, and you yes. can't and you really can't tell even in the story what his motives are. He yeah. also played. Speaking of that, I think he just played in uh, Bone Tomahawk. He oh, was three. he played in kind of uh, uh, was I, he an actor in that or I don't know I haven't seen Bone Tomahawk I think he was in Bone Tomahawk I'd have to look that up I think he did play that okay um, yeah but he kind of played not necessarily a bad guy in that but just kind of the guy you didn't really you know what I mean yep he he was kind of the the guy that would always yes. cause trouble for <clears throat> the group let's say yeah. that uh, yeah right here oh he, he was in Dead Calm oh Dead Calm that's yeah, right I Toast forgot from about the Crypt Demon Knight yeah, yeah Titanic okay. was probably his biggest. <clears throat> Oh, there you go. Yeah, Calden Hockley. You Calden got it, man. We're, we're, I'm just looking at the article right now. Now, just going through. Dead Calm, that movie stars Nicole Kidman and Sam Neill. But I saw yeah. that before, and I thought Zane stole the movie with his, uh, with really? his role in that. Yeah, he was really good as kind of this psychotic um, killer who uh, was responsible for tormenting Nicole Kidman and Sam Neill's characters. Uh, you know, I think I'm wrong. He didn't play in... Sorry, I'm getting confused. I think I was getting him confused with Matthew Broderick. Oh, that's okay. I mean, not Matthew Broderick, Matthew Fox. That's okay. Um, but uh, yeah, he didn't play in Bone Tomahawk, so take that back. <laughs> okay. Okay, number 12. What do we got? <laughs> number 12 is, oh, a great character actor when he was alive. Passed away a very long time ago in mm. 1998. His name is J.T. Walsh. And you might be saying, who is J.T. Walsh? 
well, let me educate you, folks. Uh, he was in uh, A Few Good Men, uh, the Marine uh, courtroom drama that starred opposite Jack Nicholson, Tom Cruise, Demi Moore, Kevin Pollack. He was also in, um, oh, he was on stage a while for a while before he went on in films, but he also starred in a movie called Breakdown with Kurt Russell mm. and uh, Kathleen Quinlan. He was also in a movie called um, uh, Pleasantville. Was, he, was, he was in Pleasantville, which was very good. Yeah. Uh, was, so he, he, was he in Glenn Gary? Oh, it's a stage version, version of, of Glenn, Glenn, Gary, Gary, Glenn, Ross. Glenn Ross. But yeah, I, I don't. Okay, now he was in a Stephen King film version of one of his stories. I forgot which one it was. Not In the Mouth of Madness, but. But um, uh, oh, it was the one with uh, Ed. Ed Harris was in it. Um, Ed Harris. Yeah, I forgot. I've just forgot hmm. the title of it already. But at any rate, I don't agree with him being on this list. Oh, really? Because even though he can, even though he played a kind of a, a bad character, like in uh, Breakdown, where he played this truck driver who kidnapped Kathleen Quinlan, hmm. um, I saw him more being kind of the. Uh, uh, not the likable, not the likable good guy, but kind of the sacrificial lamb character type, mm. so to speak. He's always, he reminds me of always the guy. He's not necessarily a bad guy, but he's no. the guy that makes the bad decision. Like in there other you words, go. there you, you know, go. The, the movie comes to a crossroad, and it's yes. like you know, you go left or right. You know, left is the way we got to go, but yeah. he will take you right. Needful things, on the right, yeah. Needful oh, things, needful things. Okay. Was that movie I was thinking of with Ed Harris? Yeah. So yeah, he's he's always that guy that will make like you know he's that he plays those characters that make the bad decisions that. Kind Kind of get in the way of the hero, yeah. all the time, and, and kind of yeah. and, and, and give him roadblocks for no reason, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, if your folks really want to see him at his best, really watch uh, watch Rob Reiner's A Few Good Men. He mm, he plays yeah, Lieutenant yeah. Colonel Matthew Markinson. I think that's his best role that he ever had wow. in his career. So yeah, he's on that list again. What, what number, Eric? Uh, he was number twelve. Twelve. Okay. List, yeah. All right. So we have uh, number eleven. Who do we have here? Adam Scott. Isn't okay. that kind of interesting? I, I saw is. this too and I was like, hmm, what? Yeah. But he was such a prick in Step Brothers. I mean, he was the guy that I just really hated in Step Brothers. Mm, see, I'm I'd like, have to go oh. back and watch it. I don't remember much about well, that movie, and I don't know if that's a good thing. But. If you don't like Will Ferrell, you're probably and John C. Riley, you're probably. I, not I like him. Like yeah, I just I just don't remember that movie that well, to be honest. So he Adam Scott. It seems like he always plays similar characters in every movie that he plays, where he's this good-looking, brash, suave-talking guy who thinks he can get all the girls. Has a very cocky, arrogant sense about him, but yet in the end, he's just a very fallible person who you just love to hate. Yeah. You know, you know. But he also plays uh, kind of the uh, uh, in, in in some of the roles I've seen him in too. He kind of plays the guy who gets run over a lot too. You that know what too. I mean? He's yeah. just yeah, that too. Yeah, um, that doesn't speak up for himself and that kind of thing. Uh, kind yeah. of more of a, a beta. Yeah, know, he was also role. he was in the Secret Life of Walter Mitty with Ben Stiller, like we Leap mentioned. Leap year, Leap year. He was in Step Brothers with Will Ferrell and uh, John C. Riley. Yeah, I also want to say he was in um, uh, I Love You, Man, with Paul Rudd and mm. Jason Segel, but I can't remember if he was or not. I don't think yeah. he was. So I don't know. <clears throat> number what was it? Number eleven. Number 11. All right. Well, um, number ten is kind of interesting. I love this choice. Michael, is it Rooker or Roker? Michael Rooker. Rooker, okay, yeah. Now, he's obviously best known for uh, playing in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. He was Yondu. As Yondu. Yeah, but he... Um, I will say that the role, it's funny, the only role I remember him playing a bad, I mean, he's always kind of played the, I would say, a-hole character, yeah. right? Now, is that a bad guy? I don't know. Yeah. Like, but the role I'm thinking of is uh, uh, um, Thunder with Tom Cruise. 
the race car movie. Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. Yeah, yeah that's right. He played the opposite <clears throat> driver that he yeah. was kind of, uh, you know, that uh, Tom Cruise character was yeah. always up against. He was also in uh, an action film with Sylvester Stallone called Cliffhanger. He was also in one of my favorite TV series of all time, The Walking Dead. He played mm. uh, Daryl Dixon's brother, Merle Dixon, who was kind of the, who his character was a racist. Uh, uh, okay. A, a, and like a, a, a not a skinhead, but just kind of a, a bigoted character in season one of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, he was also in Mississippi Burning, uh, which is a kick in the gut movie that you all need mm. to watch. Played in Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. When you look at pictures of Michael Rooker, you look at him and you just say, this is a guy who looks like he could be the bad guy. Yeah, well, he looks like the kind of guy you don't want to mess with. I mean, exactly. in, in some of these pictures that are shown us here from these yeah. movies he's been in, it's kind of like, he, yeah, he's like the dark alley. He's like, ah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep walking. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to walk by that guy. I'm yeah. Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but he definitely deserves to be on that list. I yeah, think. for sure. I, I would say yes. so, yeah. Okay, number nine. I love this guy. Oh, I love him too. Uh, played in Total Recall. That's one of one of the, uh, one of the roles. I'm sure there are a lot of roles here, but Aren't I remember Aren't you forgetting him. his most popular one which one yeehaw jester's dead oh jester and top gun yeah yeah that's michael right. ironside that's right. michael ironside is oh, number nine god what but he played a good guy in that he didn't play a bad guy well yet. but i mean still uh, but still well when but, i think when i think of my michael ironside i think of that great tv series in the 80s called v the sci-fi series V. He, oh, that's right. You're he, right. He did play. He in played that. in that series with Mark Singer and Robert England and Jane Beck. Who I had but he kind of played like oh. a gruff, grizzled kind of uh, military did, guy or yeah. something. You're didn't right. He? Yeah, he did. But in Total Recall, he played Cohagen, who was the main henchman to Ronnie yes, Cox's character. Yes, Total Recall. See what the party Richter. Yeah, but now said he played yeah. in here in, in Scanners too. Okay. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, see movies like Turbo Kid. I don't remember this. Don't remember that. A horror movie called Stillborn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, it says it, in the past few years, Ironside has had a resurgence of indie genre film yeah. where he plays yeah. back. So these are those ones I just mentioned, I guess, are recent movies, yeah. uh, more indie films. Um, but yeah, he's got that look and he's got, you know what, the thing about him is he's got a great look for it and he's got he a does. great voice. He, he does. You know, he has he's got a that little, kind of gruff voice. He has a, like, he has a voice like this. He's almost, yeah. he's almost like, uh, not, not to put a, <laughs> I don't want to put it bad. I don't want to put it bad because the guy's a, I love the guy, yeah. but, uh, I would say he's almost kind of a, uh, uh, not quite Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson. You know what I mean? Because he's I got, got you. I, yeah. So he can kind of play yeah. not not to that level, but he right. he's he's a very serviceable. Right. But yeah, I I love him as an actor. Yeah, yeah. so do I. So do I. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> number eight. Uh, who, oh who's here for number eight? Number eight is Clancy Brown, who immortalized himself in this great, great, great top one of the top fifty movies, home one hundred movies ever made, called The Shawshank Redemption. I'm sure you've all seen it. Remember, he played Byron Hadley, the head of the guards at Shawshank mm. Prison, who's very abusive, very tough, very, very despicable. Doesn't have a decent bone in his body. And if you remember, I'll remember that one scene. There's two memorable scenes I remember him the most in that film is where he beats down. Uh, the first night when Andy Dufresne and the other prisoners are walked into the prison there, uh, they get locked up in their cells. One of the prisoners starts crying out loud. Clancy Brown's character comes in and starts saying some cheap vulgarities, finds the guy who's crying, yanks him out of the cell, and then says, I bleep you not. If you don't quiet down, I'm going to bleep and bleep you and this. And so he ends up beating him to a bloody pulp with his yeah. nightstick. <laughs> and then, of course, there was that scene where he almost throws Tim Robbins' character, Andy Dufresne, off the roof of the building that they're, re, uh, that they're applying shingles to and refurbishing. 
But yeah, Clancy Brown, very tough guy. He was also in. Um, uh, he was also in. He had kind of a cameo in uh, the Justice League movie. He played a popular oh. Batman character called Deadshot. Okay. And uh, but he's also been in other films too. Uh, look in the rest of his filmography here. I'm trying to think. He was in uh, a movie called Cowboys and Aliens with Daniel Craig. What, wasn't he, wasn't he in the Highlander? He was in Highlander. The first yeah. Highlander movie, he right? Was in the he, first played, Highlander. he was the bad yeah. guy where he got his neck sliced open. He, yep, yeah. exactly. Yeah, because it's not, it's not listed here. I'm like, why is that movie not listed here? That was a great bad guy character. Yeah, I I don't know, but he's also you know? been he's also been in a TV series in the Flash. I remember his role in the Flash. He, I don't remember him in Ahsoka. Yeah, though. I don't remember him in there either. That's why I saw Very interesting. It's like, yeah, they're kind of throwing some roles here, but I'm like, he's been in better roles than this and what they're throwing on the, yeah, on the list. Yeah, Anyway, yeah, great, but yeah, definitely a great, yeah, he is, mm-hmm. definitely plays a great bad guy. Yep. Love that Love that choice of him being on the list. All right, number seven, we got uh, the uh, one, the only, Christopher Lee. Mm, good choice. Yeah, so Christopher <laughs> Lee, I mean, everybody knows him from Lord of the Rings. Yep. Uh, let's see. He's also been in. Oh, he's Dracula. He he right? was Dracula in the old Hammer horror films with uh, Peter Cushing, and he was also Count Dooku in Star Count, Wars. That's right, Count Dooku. Star yeah. Wars Episode Two and Episode Three. He played Saruman in the Lord of the Rings film. He played. Oh, the man. He played uh, James Bond, uh, Man with the Golden Gun. Yeah, he was Scaramanga in yeah. uh, in Man with the Golden Gun. He was in the Wicker Man. Wicker, Christopher Lee had this really great, dark, sinister voice like this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lou, uh, let's have your swords, please, gentlemen. We don't want to make you a know, mess of things in front of the Chancellor. And that's the yeah. that's the thing about him. You know, when when you, when you think about his acting style, he yes. he would just he could deliver his lines with that voice. He could just deliver yes. them very flat. And very unemotional in his face, and I oh, mean, yeah. it was, and it, the way it came across was very cold and dark, you yes. know. So it oh, was perfect. Yeah. For he had a great, really bass slash uh, low voice that was just when he wanted it to come out sinister, he he could do it really well. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. All right. So oh, number six. <laughs> Who do we have for number six? I love this guy. Christopher McDonald, oh, who you my all gosh. know best as Shooter, Shooter, Shooter McGavin, McGavin from Happy Gilmore. Yep. <laughs> now, he's had a, a, an extensive career that's mostly covered television. He was in popular shows like uh, Cheers, Matlock, and Knight Rider in the 80s. Yeah. He was also in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm. He played a character called Lieutenant Castillo in one of my favorite episodes called Yesterday's Enterprise, which is where we see the Enterprise C come back in time in a time rift. Oh, wow. So he he was in that, but yeah, we all remember him as being the very obnoxious and snobby uh, golf pro shooter McGavin and Happy Gilmore. Yeah, he's always kind of the. And to me, he's always been like the '80s punching bag, uh, <laughs> exactly. bad guy. You know, because <laughs> right. he always he's always kind of you know snarky and everything, and then he always right. gets it handed to him. <laughs> right, end, right, exactly, just like in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, number we go. five. Number five on that list. Another great bad guy here. Now he's not like bad, bad, right. but but uh, I, I love him. Uh, Paul Gleason from, uh, as everybody knows, The Breakfast Club, the principal. The yep. guy was friggin' amazing. If I, mean, I have to oh come in here again, I'm cracking skulls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he really made, I mean, if you think about it, you know, we all think of the, the Brat Pack and that movie right. and all the characters, okay, you know, but really, 
he was the glue in that movie, in he my was. opinion. You know, he's he the was. one because he, because he, he that's the one that everybody's against, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a total antagonist in that yes. movie. I mean, so it, I mean, he just played it amazingly. Yes, yeah. and he was also deputy chief of police Dwayne T. Robinson in Die Hard. Oh, now, yeah, you that's to right. Me, you that's right. That's right. Yeah, he was also in. Um, let's see. While I'm thinking about it here, this is not another teen movie. Uh, he was also see. in Trading Places. Oh, interesting. Remember, I don't remember him. He played uh, he played Beeks, Clarence Beeks, who was responsible for uh, getting that crop report from the um, from Don Amici and Ralph Bellamy's characters, mm. the Mortimer and Randolph Duke. But my, my favorite scene of him in Trading Places is when he's sitting in a train and you see Al Franken, who has a cameo in the movie, he's pulling up in a little cart with a, a gorilla in a cage. And they the they stop the cart right next to the tr- the window, uh, inside. You see uh, Paul Gleason on the other side. He looks at the gorilla and he makes faces and goes. Oh, I kind of like remember this. that. Wait, yeah. I kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he plays a really, really good, unlikable character in Trading Places too, which is one of my yeah. favorite comedies. Now we have another one here, uh, number four. This guy, to me, he he could be number one, but he I do easily. I do agree with number one on this list. I will say, but he could be number yes. one. Uh, which is Alan Rickman. Yeah, God I mean, do we need to say any more? No, we don't. <laughs> the body of work is there. We don't need to say. Yeah, it anymore. goes to your favorite character, which is Hans Gruber. Yeah, one of Hans my Gruber. Yeah, hit it. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Mr. Cowboy. I'll take it under advisement. I'll never forget. Yes. You know, in, he- in hearing the stories about uh, uh, how they shot that scene where where mm-hmm. Hans falls, mm-hmm. you know, to his death, yeah. and and what they did to to poor Alan when they mm-hmm. shot that. Did you hear? I mean, we talked about. It, I think on this show. I think so. Where yeah. literally they said, "Okay, we'll let you know. We'll we'll go on three or something," and they basically went. One and then they let him let go, go. Right. and he was like, "What?" I mean, that face you see is actual terror on his face because he wasn't ready for the. But he literally did the fall. He did the yeah. stunt yeah. Uh, for that. That's that shot. I mean, and that is one of the most amazing iconic shots. It is in any uh, action movie. in any action movie. It so, is, yeah. yeah. But anyway, of course, he played uh, uh, what's his name, Sneed. Yeah, and Severus uh, Snape. Uh, what's it? What was that? I'm sorry. Severus Snape. Severus Snape. Yeah, films. Snape. Snape. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, in the Harry Potter series. Oh, and, and one of my favorite roles he ever had. Not a bad guy though. Galaxy Quest, where he played uh, oh, Alexander. Yeah, he played right, Alexander yeah. Day. Oh, that's right. He played. Uh, <laughs> he played in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, as, as uh, he was sheriff Sher- of Nottingham. He was the sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah. But why a spoon, cousin? Why not a four? Or not a sword <laughs> or an axe? Because it's dull, you twit. It'll hurt more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That he he yes. was he's amazing. He uh, is. It was. It's hard Fan, to even he was watch a fantastic. him. It's, it's hard. I mean, you, he's very lovable too. That's the thing about him yep. is that he could be very lovable as well as as be kind of a bad character. Yep, he could. Yeah. Um, number three. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know if it should be number three on the list, but uh, very interesting. Interesting choice. You think it'd be number three on the list here for a different reason? Okay. So number three is Louise Fletcher. Louise Fletcher, who won an is, Academy Award yes. uh, for her role as Nurse Ratchet in uh, the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, yes. which was based off the book by Ken Kesey. The book was written by Ken Kesey. The movie was directed by Milos Forman. We know starring uh, starring Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson and fantastic yeah. cast that also included Danny DeVito, Christopher Lloyd. And uh, several other wonderful actors in that film, too. But yeah, she, oh God, she played, oh, such a twisted, twisted character, Nurse Ratchet. I mean, it was a good character, but, yeah. The reason why I say I think she deserves to be on this list, maybe not at number three, but it's because she played a role in Star Trek Deep Space Nine hmm. called Kai Wynn, who was a Bajoran spiritual leader 
who really was kind of a villain as the series unfoiled because now she only made over the run of the seven seasons on DS nine. Um, she was only in maybe just a handful of episodes, but the, the episodes that she was in were memorable, Eric, because she was in a position where she caused a lot of harm and she caused a lot of problems. Mm. And in the end, her character wanted power, wanted control and wanted to rule over everybody. So she went from being a spiritual leader to being one of the main antagonists towards the end of Star Trek D Space Nine. Interesting. And she okay. was really an unlikable character wow. in that series. Okay. Yeah. So you, you, so you definitely agree with that. I do. I do. <clears throat> Number two on this list. Um, I mean, he's played. I mean, very iconic. Is that roles. for Blue Velvet? I think yeah, it is. Yeah. Darn it! Gosh darn it! Dennis Hopper. Yeah, Dennis Hopper. I oh, mean, Dennis Hopper. Yeah, God he, rest him. He played. Uh, what was I can't. Um, no, no, no. The first. Uh, oh my gosh! What's the name of that Keanu Reeves movie? Movie. Um, oh, you're talking about Speed. Speed. Yeah. Speed. Yeah, he played that uh, retired cop who was the uh, the bomber. In, yeah. Uh, in Speed. Yeah, um, he played an Easy Rider. Did he play? I don't think he's a bad character in Easy Rider, right? I mean, he did direct yeah. it, uh, but uh, not per se. He was also in Apocalypse Now. But Apocalypse Now. Yeah, he played that. Uh, that but he played the reporter. He wasn't necessarily a bad guy in that. No. He, oh, he he was he was a reporter that was kind of flipped, right, to Kurtz Kurtz's side yeah. type of thing. Yeah, you know? he, he, kinda... he he drank the Kool Aid, as it were. Yeah. Um, but he has played a lot of uh, uh, bad roles too. Actually, the earliest role I remember him playing as a quote-unquote bad guy was in a great classic film called Rebel Without a Cause with James Dean. He played one of the oh, bullies, yeah, yeah, one yeah. of the bullies who would pick on James Dean's character, Jimmy. And so he was, right. that was one of his first major roles. He was just in his 20s, I think, when he did that. We know I forgot he played in Waterworld, too, right? Those which, are is, which is a forgettable movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but he played a bad guy in that. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. He was also in David Lynch's Blue, well, the Velvet. Blue Velvet. Yeah, yeah. he played Frank Booth. Well, of course, his, I think his best role was when he um, was nominated for an Oscar in uh, the movie Hoosiers, where he played Shooter mm. in uh, Hoosiers, which is not a bad guy. It's a... Uh, uh, kind of a he plays an alcoholic uh, father of one of the basketball players okay yeah and an assistant coach too but great actor he was okay number one i'll let you take this james spader do you don't, agree with it no don't agree with what it. don't agree with i it. agree with this i agree with this wholeheartedly don't agree with it i don't know i james spader to me here's the deal james spader everybody knows who james for me spader it's is. for me it's the body of work you don't think there's enough no I think I've seen him in more protagonistic roles, like on his role. Well, he was kind of an antagonist in the series Boston Legal with William Shatner. But yeah, for me, it's just the body of work. Mm. And when I, th I think of him in some small roles that he had, movies like Wall Street, where he played one of Charlie Sheen's uh, lawyer friends in Wall Street. And then, of course, he was in Stargate. He played Daniel Jackson. Oh, that's right. The, the Egyptologist in Stargate. Those aren't, that's not a bad guy role. <clears throat> but, right, right, right. But that's why I have a hard time seeing him on this list. But he is, he was the voice of he, uh, Ultron. He, he also played Ultron, too, physically. Oh, was he, was he wasn't the actor in the, <clears throat> was he in the actor in the costume? Well, I mean, I mean, was he was he actually acting it out as he, he was, was doing? What they oh, did, I didn't realize yeah, that. I watched the behind the scenes stuff. What they yeah. did is they put like a uh, they put one of those special green screen bodysuits on him with the ping pong balls, with the ping pong balls <laughs> and the little light reflectors all. That just over doesn't it. make make me look think of him as a bad guy. And then he had a large vision him like a that. large brace come out and extend about a foot and a half okay. beyond his head, and then 
uh, roped down so that way they could put the image of Ultron's face over his. Uh. So he not only was the voice, but he also physically portrayed Ultron as well. And wow. they, they digitally enhanced his movements okay. to the character that they created. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. He did a great job. Come on, Ultron, that guy, that's well, a bad guy. Well, Come no, on. yeah, Ultron is definitely a good bad guy. I'm not saying yeah. that he... That is not. I'm just saying. I just don't think Spader deserves to be on. Now, that did list. you ever see the show? Uh, what was the show uh, that he was in? Oh my gosh, what's the name oh, of that show? Oh, that's called Black um, something uh, Black, right? Uh, black, not Blackout. Um, yeah, but he was nominated what? for a couple of Emmys. I think. Oh my gosh, well, I can't. We think of the name of that show. It should be here in the in the thing, right? But I can't think of it. The black, uh, the black list. Blacklist. Blacklist. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now he plays kind of a, a, a bad guy in that, right? Yeah, he does. He's I mean, of, he's kind of a bad guy. You know, it's like they're always trying to on the on the tipping yeah. point, right? Yeah. Um obviously he played in uh I mean classic Spader. He was in was it sixteen? One of, one of the John Hughes films, Sixteen Candles. Sixteen candles as uh, yeah, one of the jocks. Yeah. He, but he wh- why he's so good at that though is because he's so oh he played you know what he also played in they don't have on this list is that movie about was it called Secretary? Where he played the boss with what's her face, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's sister, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Maggie Gyllenhaal. What was the name of that movie? I gotta look it up. It was it was Secretary, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he played a great. I mean, a bad boss. <laughs> um, so I would I would disagree with you. I think he does have the body work because he he can play. What I was okay. gonna say is those he could play uh, the bad guy. Uh, so flippantly, you know what I mean? It's like okay. to him, it's. It, it, I mean, you truly buy into what he's selling. I mean, it, it, there's no question. This guy, you believe that this guy uh, would uh, run over you in a second. You know? Okay. Are okay. you looking it up? Was it, it say? Uh, yeah, I'm looking up his uh, his filmography, filmography here. here. Sorry, I'm going to Wikipedia here, folks. Oh yeah, it was Secretary. Yeah, Secretary came yeah. out in 2002. Oh, he's in True Colors. He's in True Color. Oh, I forgot he was <clears throat> he was in Wolf with Jack Nicholson and Michelle Pfeiffer. He pl- okay, so he played a really really uh, crummy book publisher mm. in Wolf, which stars Jack Nicholson and Michelle Pfeiffer. He was in Lincoln where he played a kind of a, a drunk knucklehead there. Yeah, and then yeah, he was old. See, I think the body of work is there. Okay, I get. Okay, all right. All right. So maybe I'll maybe I'll kind of did, hold did off. I bring on you my, to the dark side. Maybe I'll hold off on my criticism of him there. Oh, he's bit. in mannequin. That's right. <laughs> mannequin, pretty in pink. Oh, I forgot he was in Sex Lies and Videotape. Oh, that's right, Sex Lies and Videotape. Yeah, Steven yeah. Soderbergh's film. Oh yeah. shoot. Okay, so yeah, he definitely does have a pretty extensive bad guy type. Yeah, body work I, I think it's. I, I would say. I would say that probably. <clears throat> I would say him and Alan Rickman should both be on the top of this list here. Okay. Okay. All right. So that that was it. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that list. Now we yes. had some that we also uh, were wondering why they weren't on there. And Notable there's mentions. one. And there's one too that we forgot that I just thought of when we were talking. Yeah. So the first one here um, was uh, uh, Ian McShane. Ian McShane, yeah. yes, Ian McShane. Never seen him in a good guy role whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, he, and he, play, he plays a great bad guy. Yes. Uh, we also had Steve Buscemi on there. Okay, yeah, Got which that. That, that one's kind of okay. Mm-hmm. You had uh, what was his name from Rogue One? Mods Mickelson. Yeah. Oh God, he was Le Chiffre in Casino Royale, the first oh, James he, he's Bond. He's played film a lot of great Daniel bad guys. Craig. He's played a lot of great bad guys. He's another one too. He's just got that look. I mean, you look at the guy, and he, and even he could he probably does. be. The, he's probably the <laughs> nicest guy you ever met, but he's got yep. the look that it's like you just don't want to mess with that guy. Yeah, he was born in Denmark. So, I mean, mm. you can definitely tell he has some of those Danish-type features on him, but he's also uh, the brother of Lars Mikkelsen, who was in uh, the Ahsoka uh, D- Disney series. We also have on here, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Madsen. Um, Michael, Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen. Um, 
He's another one. He's another one of those guys. He's kind of like the the James Spader, where he's got mm-hmm. that look. Where you know you're, mm-hmm. he's, he, he, you think he could be a nice guy. You know what I mean? Right. Like he'd help you. Hey man, I'm broke down. Can you help me? And he's like, yeah, right. I'll help you. And the next thing you know, you know, he pulls out a knife. Right. <laughs> I yeah. mean, he's got. He's just just he could twist it. Just it's just great. Yeah, what he could do. Yep. Uh, what was the other one here uh, that we had on the bottom? Christoph uh, Waltz. Christoph Waltz, yes. Yes. Doc Schultz in uh, Django Unchained, but he played the Nazi commanding that officer. That Nazi scene, that scene was blew me away when I saw that. In uh, He won Best Bastards. Supporting, right? He did. He won Best Supporting Actor for Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, I mean, when I yeah. saw that, I was like, oh my God, that guy blew me away. And I think, yeah. right, English, he had to learn English to do that film, if, he I, did. if I remember correctly. Yeah, he's, he's a German was, actor, and yeah, yeah, he had to learn English to be in that film. And of course, and to was, be able to portray that the way he mm-hmm. did. Now, I don't know. Maybe that was just dumb luck because maybe the way he was speaking, <laughs> he mm-hmm. didn't know what he was. I don't know. But it, but it sure seemed like he knew what he was doing. He was also in Horrible Bosses too, where he played uh, Chris Pine's um, corrupt businessman father. Mm. If you ever saw Horrible Bosses too, no, uh-uh. okay, you'll have to see that. It's not as funny as the first one. Still pretty humorous, but he Christoph Waltz has a pretty good turn at comedy in that movie. Ah, interesting. So yeah, he also played in. Uh, we were talking about James Bond. Yeah, he was Ernst von Blofeld yeah. in uh, Spectre, and then he played him for a little bit in uh, No Time to Die before his character was killed off after mm. the first 30 or 40 minutes of the film. Yeah, no, that, that guy too. That, that guy. Yeah. I'm surprised these guys aren't on this list. I mean, I know they can't put everyone. Right. Do you think they would put... You know, another one I just thought of too mm-hmm. uh, offhand was, uh, yeah. uh, what's his name? Defo- uh, de- uh, de- oh, I can't think of his name. The guy that's playing Kingpin right now. He also oh, played Vincent in Full... Dino- Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. He yeah. also played in Full Metal Jacket. Oh, yeah. He played uh, uh, Pri- Private Pile. Private Pile. That Full guy can play a bad guy. He can. He can. Yeah. He can play a bad guy. He can play kind of a, a sinister, creepy guy at the same time too. Um, let's see. I had another guy that we didn't put down on the list that was floating, Mm. floating around in my head was, um, oh, and I just had it and I lost it. I was going to say Carl Weathers, but his character, Carl Weathers. Yeah. Well, because initially I was thinking, well, you know, he played, he played Apollo Creed. He was also uh, Dylan in Predator, but those aren't really evil bad guy. He hasn't really played a bad guy per se, so I'm going to leave Carl Carl Weathers off that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he quite qualifies for that. No, 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 I don't think so either. I I would say another guy that has played roles. uh, If you want to go there, I'd say Marlon Brando. There's there's some roles where he's played some bad guys. It's he's kind of like it's kind of weird. He's kind of played. It's not these guys are bad, but they're not. Purposely, I mean, you know what I mean. They're kind of like they're flawed characters. They're flawed characters. Yeah, flawed yeah. bad. I flawed guess you characters. would say. Yeah. You I know, mean, obviously, Streetcar Named Desire. Yeah. Um, there was another one I can't think of where he played. Uh, also, Wild Ones he played, but um, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Cat on was he, was he in that? Oh, yeah, that's right. He was the sheriff in that, right? He was. Um, he was also obviously he was in The Godfather. Yeah, he played for Colonel sure. Kurtz in Apocalypse Now. Colonel Kurtz, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised he wasn't even on that list though. I know he's played right? a lot of bad guys. He has. He's played some sleazy guys, and I think he did he? excel at him. <laughs> oh, he excelled at them tremendously. Yes, yeah. he did. I don't know anything else you can think of offhand. Any guys uh, that were left off that list? Okay, kind of a strange... Well, just for one role. I was thinking of Bradley Cooper when he first mm. got... He was in Wedding Crashers. Okay. Remember when he played Sack in Wedding Crashers who was going to marry uh, Rachel McAdams? 
in that movie. He was the one that mm. was, that was kind of the the jerk boyfriend. Who, okay, yeah. But again, I can't put him on the list though because he doesn't have that extensive body of work. It's just the one. Yeah, when yeah, you think of Bradley one. Cooper, you think of films like Silver Linings Playbook, The Hangover. Yeah, it didn't really excel. He voiced Rocket in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah, aside from these, right now, look. I'm sure when we're done with this show, I'm going to walk out your front door and say, oh, crap, I forgot to mention this that one guy. and that yeah. one and this one and Gosh, that one. Yeah. Right, I, exactly. I think we got them all summed up, though. I think we did we a do. good job here. We're getting all bad guy out here, folks. Yeah, we're, we're getting bad guy out. Well, hey, I hope you yeah. guys uh, like the show. Um, you know, if you didn't, if you can think of some other uh, bad guys that we left off the list, please yes. go to the social media. We're uh, X, uh, PTI at... Uh, at PTI underscore podcast and, and on Facebook at Pardon the Intermission and, and write them down say hey you guys Wait. forgot these you know they're yep. this one and that one and that one and we'll, we'll bring them up on the next show um, anyway you guys uh, have a great one out there if you can give us five stars if you can rate the show it helps us with the algorithm and Please do and uh, take care peace out we'll see you on the flip side alright guys until the next time hey thank you so much for listening Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.